Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. You guys name it, we explain it. As as always, I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. Robin, how's it going? Going great. How about you? I am. I'm so excited about this episode of the show. This is going to be a really fun one because I hear it in our offices all the time. They're like, hey, do you guys treat Hashimoto's? Yes. Is that even how you pronounce it? Yeah, Hashi, 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 one of the two. Hashi or Hashimoto's. <laughs> uh, I know you guys have heard of it, so we're going to get Robin to explain it. Robin, explain Hashimoto's. So Hashimoto's is a autoimmune type of hypothyroidism. Okay. So the thyroid is not working the way that it should be. It's not producing the hormone like it should be, but it's because of something within your body. Your body, your own body is attacking your thyroid. So it's treated a little bit differently than just standard hypothyroidism. Okay. So, so say that, say the first word again, hyper. Hypo. So we're talking about hypothyroidism. Low thyroid. Low thyroid, thyroid is Hashimoto's. Is not functioning well. Okay. Yeah. So it's an autoimmune cause for hypothyroidism. Okay. So Hashimoto's is a cause. It's your body turning against itself. Yes. And your, your thyroid is being affected. Yes. Really interesting. So you have antibodies. That's how we diagnose Hashimoto's is with certain antibodies that we test for. Okay. And when those antibodies are high, your immune system is triggered against your thyroid. And that's what's making it not work well. Is it safe to say that your body is attacking the thyroid? Yes. Is that too your simple? Body, it's, it's a nice, easy way to put it. Okay. Your body is attacking it, so it's not functioning well. But that's why it can be so difficult to treat because you don't treat it the same way that you would treat just standard hypothyroidism. So it's a form of hypothyroidism mm-hmm. where the, the thyroid is not working as well as it should. Correct. Okay. What are some symptoms of this? Hashimoto's versus just like a thyroid issue? Well, symptoms are the same, but okay. w- the way that we treat it are different. Okay. Um, so any symptoms of low functioning thyroid are going to be everything slows down. So you feel very sluggish. Um, so you're really, really tired no matter what you do. Um, weight gain because metabolism slows down. Constipation because the gut slows down. Mm-hmm. Um, hair loss, um, thinning hair. So uh, dry, like the texture of the hair changes the texture of your nails and skin changes. Um, some people have cold intolerance, meaning when everybody else is warm, they're still freezing. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, basically everything in the body just slows down. So the biggest complaints that bring people in are weight gain and hair loss. Okay. Weight- and fatigue. And fatigue. Top Weight three. gain, hair loss, fatigue. Yeah. You're checking for antibodies to, yes. s- to see. So you, are you just checking a regular thyroid panel for this? So for a, a standard thyroid panel for us, we're always looking at TSH, free T3, free T4. I like to do reverse T3 at least once or twice, which I've explained in another video, I think. Yep. Um, and then we're looking at antibodies too. If antibodies are negative the first time I'm looking at them, uh, we're assuming we're not working with an autoimmune issue. We're just working with standard old hypothyroid thyroidism. If those antibodies are positive, there's a whole nother discussion that we're having beyond just, Hey, we're going to start you on thyroid medicine. Okay. So, so what are some of the treatments you would do? So say they have Hashimoto's, uh, antibodies like what's the difference in the way you would treat them um so i mean we've got to calm down the immune system because that's what's happening in an autoimmune condition auto self your body's attacking itself Mm -hmm. and that kind of applies to any autoimmune condition but that'll be another episode (laughs) 
Um, so absolutely thyroid medicine. Um, I have a preference for the natural desiccated thyroid medications like Armour Thyroid, NP Thyroid, Nature Thyroid, things like that. They have the T3 and the T4 in them, so patients tend to respond much better to those medications than just a standard like Levothyrox and Synthroid, something of that nature. Okay. Uh, so if they are coming in with a Hashimoto's diagnosis already on a, a Synthroid Levo, something like that, I'm switching them over. Okay. The next big talk that we have is a diet. Mm. We've talked in previous videos about how your gut plays a huge piece into everything in your body, plays a huge piece with your thyroid as well. Um, so we've got to make sure that the gut's good and healthy, that it's we're healing up anything that's going on in there, but then we're really watching what foods we're putting in. So if somebody has Hashimoto's, would you combine that with like getting a GI map on them as well? To it can be really beneficial just okay. to make sure there's not some sort of infection in the gut that's also triggering the, the systemic effect. Um, so yes, it can be absolutely beneficial to look at that or the, the Dunwoody, I think it's called Precision Clinics now or something. But anyways, the uh, the blood test that we do to look for allergies and sensitivities, okay. that can be really beneficial as well. Uh, but the first thing that I start talking about is what food are we going to remove? So it's the three favorites, gluten, dairy, sugar. Um, those tend to be the most highly inflammatory foods for anybody across the board. They're also the hardest to get rid of. Yep. Um, so usually that discussion starts with which one's the biggest problem for you and that's what we take away first. Um, if somebody comes in and they're like, I want to be super aggressive, I've got a plan. We can be really aggressive. Um, but this is a lifestyle change. This is not like a couple weeks and then it's going to fix everything and you can go back to the way that you were. So I like to step in really easily, start working on one or two things at a time, mm -hmm. pull those out. That way those can be gone forever and you can feel good. So you actually get the, the antibodies out? Is that what you're saying? You can lower antibody levels and I've seen them go down to not being detectable for people who have been very, very, very strict in the dietary changes because that's a really big piece of it. We have to bring down inflammation. So we're looking for all causes of inflammation. Got it. Gluten, dairy, and sugar are very inflammatory for most people across the board. So if I'm not doing testing to see what's your triggers, those are the first three things that we're talking about and you can stepwise take those out mm -hmm. based on motivation and yep. just where the patient's at pick what you want to get rid of first are we <laughs> cutting sugar first okay we're going to talk about how we're going to get rid of all sugar give that it takes 21 days to make a habit so give that a month maybe two then we start to pull the dairy out or then we start to pull the gluten out instead of just saying like hey go home and throw away everything that you have that has <laughs> gluten dairy and sugar in it because you'll have no food left that's a hard way to buy um so we we step into it right. slowly that right. starts bringing the influence down in the body also looking for other causes for inflammation is it do we have a weight issue and we've got underlying insulin resistance insulin is very inflammatory so we're looking for all of those underlying causes for inflammation that are going to continue to trigger the immune system okay calm the immune system down calm the thyroid down not that i'm going to get you off of thyroid medication but you're going to be much better controlled and you're going to get rid of the symptoms so are you on thyroid medication for the rest of your life typically i okay. mean I, I have had people that have been able to completely get off of thyroid medication as well but that is massive lifestyle changes that is that's a major commitment. Gotcha. Um, so if you're motivated for that, then I have seen it. We've been able to get it under control. It, you, you might have touched on this. Are there any like common causes like uh, that maybe we didn't talk about common causes of Hashimoto's like ways to like 
now I'm kind of concerned. Like I don't want Hashimoto's. <laughs> you know, we not that I know of specifically. Genetics may pay, play a part into it. People develop autoimmune conditions every day, and we don't always yes. know why. Yeah. But inflammation is a huge piece of it. So I feel like we all should be on some sort of an anti-inflammatory diet. We should. We really should. Um, That's the first thing. Pretty much any patient that comes to me that complains of anything, anything. anything. (laughs) I'm like, let's talk about diet, gluten, dairy, sugar, get rid of them. You will feel better. Pick pick one, get rid of it. (laughs) That's the best recommendation I can put out there to people. And once you have it out of your diet, you realize how much it affects you when you put it back in. It's really interesting. Yeah. Robin Riddle, thank you so much. Guys, this has been Explain This. We're talking Hashimoto's today. Robin mentioned an episode on the thyroid. We're going to link those in the comments below. You guys can check that out as well if you want to dive a little bit deeper into thyroid. As always, guys, we'll see you all next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.